Welcome to the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Tay Daniels. I'm a multi-business owning wife and mom that lives in the Midwest. I teach women how to be unapologetic in their journey to success, how to stop making decisions out of fear and step into their CEO shoes, to want more for their life and to build a business that they not only love, but they're extremely proud of. On this podcast, I will be giving you my no BS advice and perspective on business, life, and motherhood. So grab your drink, put on those headphones, or cover your child's ears, and let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. Today, we are doing another Female Founder Friday, and I have Erin with me today. Erin is a brand stylist and web designer who helps wellness service providers and product brands attract their dream customers and increase their online bookings and sales. When she's not working, you can find her hanging out with her daughter. We have the Uncommon and her sweet lab. She is traveling between North Dakota and her home in Minnesota, as well as when she's not designing, she loves to play volleyball and be with her family or go on new adventures. So she's super fun. Erin and I are actually in a coaching program together, which is how we met. And I'm extremely excited to have her on the podcast today and share her life and story with all of you. Welcome, Erin. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. I'm so excited to have you here. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tay. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Of course. That was a long, I feel like that was a really long intro to introduce <laughs> you, <laughs> but I do want everyone to know the most about you because all the women that we've, we have in this program are super interesting and cool and fun and they super, are. yeah, to share your business with everyone is super exciting. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got started as a brand stylist and a web designer. Okay, sure. Well, way back in the day in high school, I um, started just loving doodling and creating posters um, and creating the volleyball programs in one of my business classes. So I thought, you know, hey, maybe this graphic design thing would be kind of a cool idea to go to school for. Um, so initially I just finished up my generals and then just kind of took a detour from there and became uh, an esthetician and a makeup artist. Oh, cool. So, thanks. Yeah, it was just kind of a, something I'd always wanted to try. So and it was really fun to work in that industry and learn about that. And um, I think that's why one of the reasons why I choose the wellness industry for my niche, just because I had that background in that. Um, but yeah, and then just took a few more detours. And then finally, when my daughter was five, um, I decided to go back to school and finish my design degree online. Um, and my daughter is definitely my why for doing all of this. Um, I was working full time for a casino and then for a design agency um, as a graphic designer. And while I learned a lot with those, it just wasn't my ideal position. And I kind of had always wanted to be an entrepreneur too. So um, just having that flexible schedule to be there for her and then also to serve female entrepreneurs um, in the wellness space that I'm just more aligned with and enjoy that variety of work more. So um, I love that. And I love too, that you kind of knew early on what you had a passion for, and then you were able to, in your future, turn that passion into money, essentially your career, yeah. <laughs> which is super cool. Um, I, I feel like there's some people who just kind of fall into it and there's others like I've known, I wanted to do this forever. And so I love that. And you touched on your why and your daughter being your why, which is so inspiring, especially for me, I'm a mom and that is a huge part of my why. So that actually goes into our next question. And I want to know more about your story, where you came from, your why, why did you 
start the business, but also why do you keep doing it? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think it is, like you said, with our, when we have kids or whatever, it's like our priorities change and we just want to be more flexible, be there with them, but also do work that we really love. And I think, you know, coming from like corporate backgrounds, sometimes it just wasn't exactly a good fit for me. And, you know, at the time I couldn't pinpoint it, but just now looking back on that, I can see that, you know, it just really, the kind of projects and the kind of people I was working with just weren't aligned with who I really enjoy working with. And um, I started my studio back in 2015. Um, and I think it was just like eye-opening to see this whole online world, how it had exploded and just the opportunities that were there. Yeah. And I was following other designers on Instagram who were doing, um, creating beautiful brands and websites. And I was like, Ooh, I think this is something I could do. And so, um, I think that was kind of my turning point where I was just like, maybe I can do this and make this my focus. And, um, I just love digging into the visual inspiration, like mood boards and yes. um, creating something that's strategic and beautiful and, and just re represents my clients' values too. So perfect. I love that so much. And of course, our why is what keeps all of us going. It's what keep, gets us out of bed every single day. And yes. so I love that. So what would you say is what, or I guess what part of building your brand do you think people misunderstand the most? Sure. So I think the main thing that we hear misunderstanding that we hear the most is um, like people just want a logo or your brand is just your logo. Yes. And so I think <laughs> just educating clients on how much more there is to that, um, you know, and I like to dig in with brand strategy first with my clients so that we get to the why behind their businesses. Yeah. And um, because we all have our own why and just honing in on their ideal client. Um, Clients that I work with have usually been in business for at least a year or two, and they have an idea of the dream clients that they've liked to work with in the past. So just somebody that they've thought of, like either one or two people, even that they're like, oh my gosh, that person was amazing to work with, felt so aligned and it felt like just fun to work with them. And it just, you know, it's kind of like you're, you get in that zone of genius when you're working with a client like that or a customer. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> So I like to focus on attracting, you know, helping people attract more of those dream clients and customers um, and starting all of that with the strategy first of your brand values, messaging and voice, and then as well as the visuals of your logo brand colors and textures and imagery, and then just pulling that all together. So, yeah. And I don't think people really understand that when we say brand, right, we're not talking about your logo. We're not, we're not even really talking about your graphics, your colors, your right. fonts. And while those play that major part in the visual aspect, it's not backed by your why and your story and your message and your mission and your ideal client and who you're targeting. Um, it's, it really falls flat. And yeah. I think that's what's important for women entrepreneurs to know, but specifically if you're newer, or even if you haven't built out your brand is the identity, the foundation, and that structure. And I, I like to say it's like building a home, right? You wouldn't build a home on an unsteady platform. And right. you definitely don't want to do that with your business. And your brand foundation and identity is the building block for your business. Absolutely. Yeah. You said that perfectly. I totally agree. And, and I think a lot of times when you do just start with a logo without that strategy behind it, it doesn't attract those people in like you would wish, or it doesn't feel as right as it would would feel if you did start with that strategy and 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And I always tell people too, I've, I've, ne- I've never done this and I've never heard of anyone being like, you know, I really loved her, but her logo was, was shit. So I couldn't work with her. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no one chooses to work with you <laughs> exactly. or not work with you um, because of your logo. I mean, obviously if your logo is offensive, maybe, but right. outside of that, <laughs> your colors, your fonts and your logos will not determine your buy, you know, if someone's exactly. going to work with you. And so I think those misconceptions are very important for people to know in general. Um, yes. and you don't even have to know the brand world or you don't even have to, you know, that's where you come in. You're the expert in building that foundation. But yep. just knowing that if, if you don't build the brand first or have someone help you build that brand first, that could be a lot of the reason your business falls flat. Exactly. Yeah. And you just hit it right there. And it's just like, and your brand is just a feeling that people get to when they interact with you and they're looking for that transformation that they're going to get from your products or your services. And like, that's just what it all encompasses right there. Exactly. And this is a side note. It's not even in our notes, but I think it's important to touch on and why I think it's important to hire someone to help you nail that is because when you're in the business, you're in like tunnel vision and it's hard to see what the buyer sees from an outside perspective, which is where Aaron could come in as outside eyes and see, okay, do you have missing pieces or what's not connecting? Because if I come to your profile and you're super serious and I come to your blog and you're like cussing and laughing and cracking jokes, and then I talk to you on the phone and you're a completely different person, I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Um, I don't know which is the real you and the fake you. And sometimes we don't mean to. But when we're in the business, like I said, it's hard to see that outside perspective. And so do you come across that a lot where, you know, voice and tones not matching or. Exactly. Yeah. And that's totally true. I mean, and it, and it's not any fault of the person in the business because you do just get so caught up in that, you know, and it's hard to know what, what direction to take next, but yeah. And especially like with web strategy, when you come in and, and look at someone's um, website and kind of do an evaluation there and and just see, okay, and find out from the client, okay, what exactly uh, services or products are your main focus? And like, does the website match up with that, with the call to action? And, you know, is there a sales funnel in place so that we're actually, you know, making that website work for you and you can automate some of that. And that's so important. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't agree anymore. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Yes. (laughs) So tell me, what do you think is the most important lesson that you've learned so far in your career? Um, I think the main lesson is just to never stop learning. Yes. <laughs> um, I think especially in the design field, um, you always have to keep up your skills up to date by taking, you know, online courses. And for me, it was really important to take business courses because yes. while I was good at design work, I wasn't exactly good at knowing how to run a business and yep. marketing and all that. So <laughs> absolutely that was helpful for me. And, um, and just to believe in yourself, um, imposter syndrome creeps in and it comes and goes. And I think, um, you know, I've just learned everyone has their unique abilities and ways of delivering their service mm-hmm. and just to lean in that into that uniqueness and just keep growing and moving forward. Um, know that you provide a ton of value to your customers and share your expertise and you'll always find a way to help or benefit someone else with what you're putting out there. So, Oh, for sure. And I think we should touch on too. You said, um, continuing to educate yourself. I think that's very important. It, And I've noticed it even within my own career, right? I started my business as a virtual assistant in 2016. I knew nothing about business back then. Um, I didn't know how to grow a business, scale, hire, any of the things I know today. And if it weren't for educating myself and then hiring a business coach, like we mentioned, I mentioned earlier that, you know, we're in a 
a program together with a coach. And I said, now I'll forever work with a coach, even multi six figures, seven figures, because there's always more to learn. And there's always a community out there that someone's going to know something that you don't know. Right. Yeah. And so with educating yourself and specifically, like, let's just use service providers, for instance, uh, they're really good at what they do. And in my VA agency, it's all wedding professionals and they're so good at what they do. They're really good at design. They're good at working with the clients, but they're not good at business and building businesses. And yep. that's <laughs> where someone else can come in and teach you or show you how to build a business while still doing what you're good at. And even if you don't want to do the business stuff, you can hire people to do, to do the business stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah, that is such a good point. Yeah. Exactly. And so educating yourself um, on the things you don't necessarily know or don't want to know or like to know is very important in your business because when you become well-rounded as an entrepreneur is when you can grow. Exactly. Yeah. And it's amazing. And just like the connections that you get from like the business group that we're in also, you know, and the (laughs) collaborations you can do and stuff. I mean, that is so helpful in itself. And, and, you know, just in addition to all the knowledge that you're getting from their expertise, and it just almost gives you like a a shortcut to where, you know, where learning all this stuff on your own can be really difficult, but like, this is an expert telling you, okay, this is how you're going to do it and how you're going to get there. And just having that roadmap for you just yeah. makes it so much better. <laughs> exactly. And with the program that we're in, it is group coaching, um, but it's kind of a mix. So we get a little bit of group coaching. We get a little one-on-one coaching, which is exactly like my Academy. But okay. prior to being in this group, I always said I would never be in a group coaching program. And now it is the best experience in my life. And that's why I started my group coaching program because the community, the women in there that can hone in on what you're going through, whether it's mental or emotional, or it's something you just need help with, or it's tech, someone in the group knows or knows somebody else who knows. And that community is literally invaluable. Like there is nothing that compares. That is so right. Yeah. And it's so supportive and it just feels good if you're having like an off week or something like that and go in there and just... (laughs) share, you know, which we all have those. And, you know, it just makes you feel like you're not alone on this journey, which a lot of us working on our own in our homes and stuff can feel lonely. And I think just yeah. the support that you get alone is just amazing too. Oh, for sure. And then being a mom too. I mean, especially if you're a working mom or a work from home mom and your only interaction is your children coming <laughs> yeah. to a group of adult women to just talk is like, oh, this is heaven. This is amazing. It is, it is amazing. Yes. <laughs> all moms need this. They do. Regardless. They do. They regardless. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Regardless sure of need that just to stay sane, <laughs> right? Regardless, even if it's a community of women who just support you and listen, like every woman needs this in her life. <laughs> absolutely. I totally agree. Yes. We're only going to grow from all this. <laughs> exactly. So you are a mom, you're a mompreneur, as we talked about, can you share your best advice for balancing work, building a business, being a business owner, clients, and of course being a mom? Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wish I knew more of the key to that, doing it the right way, but (laughs) just a lot of trial and error. (laughs) Yeah. So I think what I've learned over the years is that, um, most of the time there's just no such thing as balance, even though you try, but, um, I guess I just lean into the fact that I do this because I can be flexible and try to set my schedule. So the majority of my work, um, it's done while my daughter's at school. Um, but there are occasions like at night where I have to work sometimes to finish some projects up and stuff. Um, my daughter's a teenager now, so she needs me in different ways than she did when they're little. Yeah. Um, so I know that can be hard when they're little and toddlers and things like that. Um, when she was younger, I did do work while she had like some summer school programs or like 
you know, if you have a relative who comes over and watches them for a few hours, just getting some of that work in during those times and, you know, but I feel like it can be a little bit of a juggling act sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I guess now I just make sure to rely on my calendar and, um, you know, don't schedule client calls when I know she has games or important events. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think as moms too, we have a lot of guilt and I think, yeah. you know, all moms are working moms, no matter if you work outside the home or inside the home. And, um, I just think give yourself that grace wherever you're at in your journey, like you're doing your best for your family and, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. And I yeah. think relying on your partner to help too, because it shouldn't just all fall on the moms. So, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And that's another thing too, as moms, that guilt comes into play. We it do, does. I think, have a hard time asking for help, even when we know we need it. Yes. But I, I love what you said that it's a balancing act, a juggle, you know, a balancing act, but it's also no such thing as balance, right? right? It's like every day is a new priority and we have to give our attention to that priority. Yes. And maybe you, it is a sick kid. Maybe it's a client emergency, but we are the masters of balancing the things I believe. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And it's amazing. And, and I like, you know, like being an entrepreneur, it can be harder at times, but I think for that, like you said, if you have a sick child or something like that, I feel like, you know, it's so much easier to be able to just be like, Hey, you know, talk with your client and be like, I just can't get done what I needed to get done today. My child is sick. And a lot of times yep. people are just super understanding and, you know, so yeah. I just always found a way to make it work. Yeah, me too. And I think that's all you can do really as, yep. you know, as a parent, you you do your best and yes. <laughs> you just control what you can control and let the rest kind of fly because otherwise you drive yourself nuts. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So what is one piece of advice that you would give women in the online business space? Maybe they are just starting, they want to start a business or they've been in business for a while. Sure. So I think um, the main thing would be just don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times I don't put content out there because it's like not perfect yet, or I have these fears popping up or whatever. And I think um, that can hold you back from growing. Um, so just take imperfect action, even if it's not consistent. I think it's amazing what those small amounts can lead to. And um, just focus on who your ideal client is, where you've maybe found them in the past. Maybe it's through like a Facebook group or like an, um, or just going to a networking um, meeting or something like that. And, um, and then just finding like the easiest way to provide content to them, whether it's, you know, through your email list, Instagram, Pinterest, you know, putting out that thing, whether it's a video, a reel, a blog post before it's perfect. And I think it can just, it can still help somebody else learn more about your service or product and then um, prompt them to take action with you. Exactly. And we're so much harder on ourselves than other people. And a yes. lot of times we don't think it's perfect, but for them, it's great. And yeah, like yep. you said, take imperfect action because perfectionism, I've tried to overcome this and I'm still working on overcoming it, but uh, perfectionism will absolutely hold you back from doing the thing and it's never going to be perfect in your eyes. Right. <laughs> so put it out there, take that step forward and just keep going because we're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to fail. You can't avoid that. And exactly. honestly, my mistakes and failures have been the best things that have happened to me because now I'm better for the future. <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah, it's totally true. Like the times I look back where I actually like stepped out of my comfort zone or did something like that before I was ready. It's like amazing. And then like, you can go back and polish it later, but I like, think exactly. like, as long as just putting it out there. And like you said, it can help people, 
you know, even we are so hard on ourselves, like you said, and it can still help somebody and like other people aren't seeing it the way we are. They're just getting the value from it. So exactly. Absolutely. You're so right. Well, mm-hmm. I want to know what is coming up for you and your business in the next three to six months. Do you have anything fun coming? Sure. Well, I'm trying to focus on doing some collaborations and putting out um, this masterclass that I have, which is um, nine actionable steps that you can take right now to get your wellness website working for you so you can thrive. Love that. Thank you. And then um, I'm adding in some VIP design days to my services so that I can help um, businesses knock out some design work quickly for them looking for some quick wins on getting some content designed. Perfect. VIP days are where it's at. I love it. I love to just get in and get it done. Like, is it going to be a day? Is it going to be a week? I don't care, but we're going to get in there and do it. (laughs) Exactly. Why drag it out when you can, yeah, consolidate it like that. So exactly. Okay. Well, that's super fun and exciting. And I'm going to link everything down in the show notes so people can follow you on social media. They can check out your masterclass. They can come book a VIP day with you. But before we go, I do need to ask you our last bonus question, which is if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? Ooh, okay. Well, I think I thought about this for a little bit, but I think um, just how much growth that comes with becoming an entrepreneur and that, that I had no idea about how it just changes your life from the inside out. Um, just all the things that I've learned along the way that I probably wouldn't have dug into otherwise, like yes. having a good mindset, um, journaling, affirmations, um, manifesting, and just all the courses I've taken to help you know, always keep learning about, about business and design yeah, um, and just how it coincides with life and family and all the failures along the way that make you tougher and smarter in the end. I love Thanks. that. And I agree since being a business owner, I have a completely different outlook on life in general, but yes. my mindset, I have had to work so much on my mindset. Me too. Like this is crazy because I, I mean, obviously you always hear like mindset, 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 but then you get into it and you're doing the thing and you're like, wow, like this is deep. (laughs) It's crazy. And just how many blocks you have to kind of go through. And, and honestly, I think just even learning the mindset techniques alone without anything else is probably what can get you so much further ahead than anything. I feel like just from what I've dug into from that, it's just, it's amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I'll spiral into like, you know, the Enneagrams and the human design and all the things that go into the mindset work. And then it's, yeah, it's crazy, but it's so important. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. It's probably like the most important thing when you think about it. (laughs) I could not agree more. And when it comes to your business decisions, your life decisions too, it always comes back to, am I making this decision out of fear? Am I making it for future me? Am I making it for the right choices? You know, and that comes back to your beliefs and your mindset. Exactly. Yeah. Our mind is so powerful. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you so much for being on the episode, the show, but before you go, tell the listeners where they can find you. Sure. So you can find me on my website at evermintdesignstudio.com and then also on Instagram at evermintdesignstudio. Perfect. That will be all down below in the show notes. You guys can click the link to check out Erin and her amazing brand and website design business. Thank you again for listening and I will see you guys on the next episode. 